0: Three hundred and sixty degrees. ha, ha, Three hundred and sixty degrees. Three hundred and six. Three hundred and six. Three hundred and sixty degrees. High high.
1: nearly, not nearly enough on that song. I want to get to the farewell part because this is our farewell show from Kumba Vosses. Good evening, everyone.
2: Welcome to Full Circle,
0: your cultural affairs radio magazine. It's produced by members of the First Voice Apprenticeship Program right here at KPFA. And tonight,
3: all of Group 40... Cumba are here together to bring you the very last
1: show produced by Cumba We've got some of our favorite clips from the past year and a half, and we want to share them with you and share a little bit about our time together.
2: So sit back and enjoy Cumba last time on Full Circle. Stay with us. Uh-huh.
0: Once again, to full circle. In the shadow of the Olympics opening ceremony from Rio, we present our final show from Berkeley, <laughs> our swan song. We are the members of Group 40, Kumba I am JC.
1: Yo soy Josiah Luis.
2: I'm Vika Aronson. E.
1: Reynaldo Thompson. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And I am just I am Zakia G E K Park. Yay, Zakia. Yeah, Zakia joining us on the phone all the way from the East Coast. We thank you for staying up to, this late for that, Zakia. And tonight yeah. we're all just here That's to pleasure.
4: say goodbye. To be with all of you.
1: Yes, we know that. Thank you. <laughs> and for those who may not remember. Kumba Voces is a Kiswahili Spanish compilation that means Voices of Creativity.
2: And tonight, our Voices of Creativity come together once again to bring you one show.
3: We've only done two shows with all the members of our group hosting, our intro show, Way Back When, and the much-talked-about book club show.
4: <laughs> well, tonight, we will be sharing with you some of our favorite moments from the show and behind the scenes including some little-known facts about each other.
0: That's right. And I have the pleasure of kicking things off with our very own Mr. Ron Thompson, Reynaldo Thompson, as he called himself just a little bit ago. I, I don't want to take too much time introducing him because he's got a lot, a, a, a lot of good material to share with you guys. Um, but I'm going to give you a quick fact about Ron. M- many people don't know this, but um, uh, Vika and Josiah, you guys know Dick Van Dyke when oh, he yeah. did the, he did the um, Mary Poppins. Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. He did. Yeah. The, Ron Thompson. Oh, yeah. Ron Thompson actually taught him that Cockney accent.
1: No way. Did you know that? Yeah, I had no idea. Thompson, tell, tell him. Wow. Not only did Didn't I teach him the cockney, but, my, <laughs> but I also taught him that little jig that he does. Yes, yeah, yeah jig. Hey, I, I did <laughs> not know cool. that. Yeah, I did true. not know
0: that. Ron, take things away. <laughs> take it
1: away. Listen, uh it has been such a wonderful and wild ride this time at KPFA. Uh, I found myself someplace that I wanted to be. Uh I'm not an apprentice, but I was in in an apprentice program. That meant that I learned a whole lot about what's going on here. My time with broadcasting started with my father giving me news copy from UPI and AP when I was about 14. And here I am, part of this tree trunk of the wonderful KPFA. I feel very honored to work on, and continue to complete myself as a journalist. I'm very happy to be prepared by KPFA. Being Being in an apprenticeship program, I learned so, so much. So, this is what I try to do in terms of being part of Full Circle. I try to deal with public affairs and community events, and here is some of the things that I... I while I was here. I'm your host tonight, Ron Thompson, with special thanks to Miss M, my colleagues Kumba Voces, and Full Circle for affording me the opportunity to produce another edition of Montage. Yes, good evening to all our listeners, and welcome to Full Circle. This is your cultural affairs radio magazine, and it's produced by apprentices of KPFA's First Voice Apprenticeship Program. On tonight's show, in this edition of Montage, you'll hear an interview with Robert Jacobs, musician and former member of Pure Funk, a hard-hitting Bay Area funk band from back in the day. And he's also the CEO of Alexis Entertainment Group. Now, as we talk about what they're doing to help producers, songwriters, and performers that may also have gold in the material from back in the day, you'll want to listen. And you'll want to get a pencil and a piece of paper now so that you can take the numbers down in the web address that you hear from Mr. Jacobs. Then we'll be talking also with Mr. Quincy McCoy. He's the captain at the helm of this great flagship. He's the general manager of your community-powered radio station, KPFA. So all that And some great music is on the way for you tonight on Full Circle. Oh yes, I'm your host Ron Thompson, so don't go anywhere. Please stay tuned. We are now back in the 70s. We're in the heart of the peace and freedom movement. We're in the heart of the flower child movement. We're in the heart of the consciousness raising, the black consciousness raising, the Panthers. The country is in turmoil. And down on Telegraph Ave in Berkeley, all the flower children are out and things are just uh, warm and happy and wonderful. And we're also very blessed today to have with us one of the performers of a very prolific band back in the 70s, Sly and the Family Stone's little sister, Tiny Mouton. Right. Very good. Now, Tiny. Yes. Where do you fall in the sisters of Little Sister of Sly Stone?
5: Oh, well, first of all, I'm not biologically connected to Sly Stone. His baby sister is one of three members of Little Sister. It was Vietta Stewart, or Vet Stone, myself. And we started with one uh, singer by the name of Mary Rand. She left the group and went on to become a Mary Russell. She, she married Mr. Russell. Leon Russell. Leon Russell. Yes. Mary was replaced by a young lady named Lucy Hambrick. So there were always three ladies. Only one was actually Sly's sister, who was Vietta Stewart. Yes. Yes.
1: Now, let's mention also that one of the ladies was Tremaine.
5: Well, that she was never in Little Sister. That goes back right. to the Heavenly Tones. Yes. The yes. gospel group that was really the foundation. Uh, Little Sister and and where we learned how to sing.
1: Welcome to another edition of Montage with some thoughts on alternative health, in particular Chinese exercise and traditional Chinese medicine. Qigong's and acupuncture are tonight's show. We'll learn about Qigong's from two local practitioners who practice a form called Wao Goose Qigong. And we'll also talk a little bit about Shibashi. Also, we'll learn about acupuncture and how it can help in many areas of your health and just how it works and where it differs from that of more mainstream treatment. Tonight on Montage Through Full Circle, we talk to two community-minded individuals about how things are shaping up in some of the flatland neighborhoods. Now, both men are activists and concerned with the direction and the force of the ill wind that's blowing through the community. On tonight's show, we talk first to Dr. Ninana Kweku about his new book, White Out. And then we speak with Coach Ben Tapscott about the quiet and often unnoticed effects of gentrification presently happening in Oakland and its effect on the Oakland Unified Public Schools. Right now you're listening to Marvin Gaye, What's Going On? Again, I'm your host, Ron Thompson. Please stay with us here on KPFA. Tonight's show is entitled Stretches and Adjustments, where I will discuss with my guest some of the other components under the umbrella of alternative health. We'll take a look now at how yoga, dance, and the chiropractic sciences may contribute to the overall health of an individual. Now, that contribution is through movement posture positions and bone realignment and in some cases it serves to maintain flexibility mobility and fluid movement through after treatment care dealing with bones and joints muscles and nerve issues and also the benefits of yoga breathing and meditation so please stay tuned with me This is another edition of Montage, and we will be holding a magnifying glass on American racism. Tonight, this show is entitled, White Privileges and Black Man's Burden. We will explore why, in a lot of ways, black lives don't matter in this country, proven through the courses of institutional and systematic racism. That systemic racism we hope to explain to you a little bit more tonight. We're going to take a look at a time when the political parties were opposite of what they are today. And how the unspoken yet ubiquitous century-old legislation called Black Codes still are in effect today and affecting black lives. And we'll also see how they empower white supremacy through the Jim Crow laws. Hey, hi, what's going on there? Welcome back to Full Circle, where you've just heard a compilation of the things that I've been doing and having some fun with, and hopefully it was entertaining and educational for you as well. Upcoming next, we'll hear from Miss G.E. Capehart. That's Zakia to you, and many of you might not know something about her, so I'll tell you a little something that I noticed um, because when I first came here and met Miss Capehart, uh, I was doing a lot of riding the bus and riding the bar and a lot of walking, and she would give me a ride home. And let me tell you, that girl has the cleanest car <laughs> I've ever seen anywhere. I didn't know that about you. Uh, you can eat off her floor, it's so clean. Oh, no. I made the mistake of leaving something in, in her car one day and I think she brought it in with, you know, you know, you hold things between your fingers, yeah. your first two fingers. Yeah. No, no, I left an old, uh, <laughs> I left my cassette player fell out or something. But at any rate... <laughs> this lady can give lessons to germaphobes. <laughs> 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 she is so clean. But, you know, really, all seriousness, I, I guess that I comes from a long career in nursing and, and, and in the medical field. But uh, she is just a wonderful soul. And I want everybody to know that Gwendolyn Yvonne, I think, Eileen y- 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 el- <laughs> y- y- is... Uh, what the GE stands for is Zakia K Part. Go on, girl. You're looking good.
4: So you've given all my secrets away, Ron.
1: <laughs> I-, I kept one or two. <laughs> <laughs> How
4: are
1: okay. you doing?
4: Yeah, so it's time for my piece. Yes, and it is. I would like to um, listen up, everyone. So here we go. Tonight's show is entitled The Roots of Rastafari. I will discuss with my guest the history, the culture, the musical contribution, and the social impact of Rastafarians in Jamaica and the world. Stay with me. Is Rastafari and why did it come into
6: existence? Oh, that's a very good question. What is Rastafari? Well, Rastafari is a people, but before Rastafari is a people, Rastafari is a man. So, when you say Rastafari or the Rastafarians, you're talking about something that is African doesn't necessarily came from, didn't come from Africa like that. It's two Ethiopian words Hmm. that ras means head and tiferi is the name of Haile Selassie I, which is creator. So ras-tiferi is how it's usually pronounced. Okay. Rastafari, when you say ras, that's a Jamaican pronunciation. That's a Jamaican thing. So rastafari in itself is a Jamaican expression. Okay. You know, it's not Ethiopian, per se.
4: Featuring Search for the Everlasting Coconut Tree, a film chronicling the uh, search for answers many young men of Oakland have. But this film is not only a spiritual journey, it is also a musical journey as well. And now our guest will perform, with his lovely wife, uh, some live music for us. (laughs) (laughs) Ocean Femi, Wambi and Jerry.
6: Listen this one out to all the beautiful people. Urban World Festival, March 11th and 12th.
7: Shout out to, California. Yeah. Shout out to my real out here. my here. Out Out here. Out here. here. I here. my here. Rockin' all Out with my here. Out here. my here. Rockin' all Out with my here. I get later, get a with my elecus. Oh why Elocus shine Blessed up and I'm feeling so divine You gotta get yours, I gotta get mine. But we bring it out together, then we shine down I the get where I'm on come from uh, Shouting out I'm a real African uh, One day you gotta return to the lunar uh, Eli say we fall come from Gimme now I get away Rockin' away with my ill
2: yeah, you got us dancing over here. That was a medley of shows produced by our own Zakia G.E.K. part.
4: Yes, Vika. Just a couple of the clips uh, from some of my shows. We heard the roots of Rastafari. Go tell it. A Harriet Tubman Christmas story and Search for the Everlasting Coconut Tree. <laughs> Those you're- were some great shows. Yeah. They you're- were. They you're- were
2: your show, Go Tell It, a Harriet Tubman Christmas Story. You had the cast in the KPFA studio, and they recited excerpts from the play. Super cool. In addition, they performed um, singing and drumming that was historical, educational, and entertaining.
0: I would uh, suggest, folks, if you can, go back and listen to that show. It was on December 4th, 2015. Go back
2: and take a look KPFAapprentice.org. Yeah,
4: I, I really um, enjoyed, I have been enjoying the apprenticeship program and i just want to say that i have learned an enormous amount and i'm so appreciative uh and so thankful that i was um as um as an apprentice Great. and um and i just want to share that uh besides being the the very clean person that Ron described me as, <laughs> nurse <laughs> and uh, holistic practitioner, that I also, as a storyteller and poet, I have been able to, to add to my skills with the um, apprenticeship program, and I have been able to bring together uh, the healing for the community in my poetry, storytelling, um, being a nurse, and also holistic practitioner, and I intend to continue doing that uh, on radio, Um, and I will continue with KPFA. I will be producing shows in KPFB uh, very shortly, and uh, I am happy uh, that I will be doing that while I look for a paid gig someplace. (laughs)
2: Hopefully, it will be a KPFA. Very nice. Um, Thanks and, so uh, much.
1: And, yeah. and you guys probably already heard nobody can spend a consonant or a vowel like Miss K Part there.
2: That's right. <laughs> so, we're going to be right back um, to this show after a quick musical break. <laughs>
3: Welcome back to Full Circle here on 94.1 FM, KPFA, Radio Estación de la Comunidad. You just heard the Son Jarocho group, Son de la Bahía, and one of their live performances that was on the Spanglish Power Hour that was produced right here on Full Circle.
4: Now I get the chance to introduce Vika. A surprising fact about her is that many of the audiences might not know is that Vika is a musician. Her choice of instruments is the guitar. She's also a songwriter, and she shared with me <laughs> last year that she actually wrote a song for a child that she was babysitting for. Yeah, that's right. A lullaby.
2: Yeah, is his that name right, Vika. That's right. His name was Will. Hey, Will. It still <laughs> Shout out. That's right. His name is Will.
0: And trucks were his favorite toy. <laughs>
2: Um, shout out to Will in San Francisco. I hope you're doing great, my man. Um, yeah, thanks for that, Zakia. You're welcome. So um, my, my next portion um, is going to be a little compilation, too. Um, and we're going to play a couple clips. And the first clip is going to be from our... It was our introduction show, um, and so it goes way back to 2015, early Vika, and um, this was a piece that I did, um, a fun piece I did about Crater Lake and my roommate at the time who was a scientist and an experience she had in the woods. Let's take a listen.
8: Most days, I would be out in the field completely by myself, and so I would turn my radio on a little extra loud and just basically listen for gossip. Anytime a park ranger comes on the radio, it's probably going to be sort of interesting because they're the ones that deal with the public most often, and the the public just always tends to have an interesting problem that needs to be dealt with. I was walking through the woods one day and I hear about an incident taking place down at the lake. Some radio chatter comes up and I'm hearing, I think a park ranger was contacting Central Dispatch. It was just the weirdest thing. He was talking about some lady in a bikini on the trail who was already down at the boat launch and scattering rose petals on the lake. And um, the ranger was so clearly uncomfortable because he had to provide a description about this woman. So he was describing this woman's (laughs) bikini and my heart kind of went out to him. The moment I heard this one lady in a bikini is scattering rose petals on the lake, I just clutched my head. I was thinking, oh no, what are you doing to my lake?
2: There had been a scavenger hunt, the greatest international scavenger hunt the world has ever seen, or GISHWIZ, they called it for short, with clues online for people to follow all over the world. Clue 182 instructs participants to float on a raft completely covered in flowers on one of the world's top 10 deepest lakes.
8: Anyone in Natural Resources, the moment you hear about someone scattering flowers or releasing fish into some place, you automatically just clutch your head and go, why? No, don't do
2: that. Once Natural Resources got wind of the scavenger hunt, they immediately contacted Gishwiz and asked them nicely to remove Crater Lake from the list. Now you'll find on the Gishwiz website, Crater Lake has now been removed from the list. Do not go to Crater Lake to fulfill this item from this point on. And if you look for it, you just might find a picture online of one very sad scavenger hunter dressed in a giant boa of flowers, standing in front of Crater Lake, holding an inflatable raft in one hand, and a sign in the other that reads, Hashtag Gishwiz Crashed Crater Lake. It is the
8: spread of invasive species, and it's kind of sad that your first thought when you hear about something beautiful, like someone spreading rose petals on a lake, which really is a lovely image, and it's really beautiful. Their first instinct is to go, oh, God, someone's going to be spreading a new species to Crater Lake.
2: So that was my piece. Um, I'm Vika Aronson, producer of Full Circle, and that was um, a piece that I did for our introduction show to kind of talk about Uh, What I would be doing with the program, storytelling, uh, kind of surprising stories, interesting stories, feature-esque things with narration and some documentary style storytelling, which I I really like doing. Really, really enjoy that. Another thing that I discovered I really enjoy um, doing on radio through the apprenticeship program was radio drama. I've had a lot of fun doing that. And one thing, probably one of my proudest accomplishments was what I did. Um, with a couple of my fellow producers here um, for Halloween of 2015. A show we did um, that'll tell you a little something about what happened over here at the KPFA studio October 30th, 2015. You're listening to Full Circle on KPFA where we're giving you up-to-the-minute reporting on the hipster tech zombie outbreak taking the San Francisco Bay Area
0: Vic and I will be stationed here to provide you with the information you need to stay safe. Now, you stay at home and wait for further instructions. The president is expected to make a statement from the East Route...
2: Wait. That phone never rings.
0: You want to get it or should I get it?
2: I don't know. This is really freaking me out.
0: I'll I'll, I'll go ahead and get it. Hold on.
4: Uh,
0: uh, Uh, Hello?
4: Hey, hey. They're, they're... they're
0: here. They're... they're so weird. They're here? They're coming to the door. They're in KPFA Studios now. They're... the HTZs. The hipster detects coming. The HTZs are here in the KPFA Studio? Vika. Vika, oh. They're here. I'm leaving. Bye. They're here in the studio. I'm just getting reports that they're here in the studio.
8: Oh my God! Do you see them? They're coming in.
0: Oh no! They're, no 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 no! They're on
2: the other side of the glass. They're right there on the other side. Oh, they're they're thick rimmed glasses, but they're just they're just so ugly. Oh,
0: I can see them oh, right now. Can oh, can you gosh. see that? That that Vika, that gla- that glass is unbreakable, right? We're we're here we're here in the studio. It and should we can... be.
2: It's KPFA Community oh, Radio.
0: We're here in the studio, and we can confirm that they're in the building. The HTZs are in the build.
9: Oh my gosh. I'm a bum chop, food truck, artisan. Meet you at first
6: Friday. No, 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 no. No, you don't Stop. want it. Stop.
0: Ah. 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 (laughs) Uh. Ah.
2: So (laughs) that that was a little piece we produced uh, last (laughs) Halloween um, when JC and I got eaten by hipster tech zombies. But we're okay now. We have recovered from the hipster tech zombie evasion of two thousand and fifteen, and we had so much fun with that piece. we um we spent so much time, and we worked so hard on that project. Yeah. Um, and I hope that it shows uh, yeah. you heard so many voices in that piece. You heard me, um JC, and in the larger show, Josiah Luis came on. We had Ron Thompson, who's in the studio right here doing zombie voices, as well as <laughs> Dennis, um, who's on the board. He his zombie voice was on there as well as some friends, and then the woman you heard on the phone was actually a former apprentice, Premon Jackson, who we just pulled out of KPFB one night, and we were like, hey, we need you to do just one line for us over the phone. Could you do that? And she worked with us. It was really great. We had so much fun. We entered the piece into a contest um, that unfortunately didn't win, but we were really happy to even enter it in, and we had we had a ton of fun doing that. It was that. fixed, I think. <laughs> so I hope that uh, you guys enjoyed that. And then um, the last little clip I'm going to play is something I like to do in a couple of my pieces was to do a, a collage of outtakes. Here it is. For Full Circle, I'm Vika Aronson. All right, we're, we're rolling. Okay. You don't say that in radio. Whatever. <laughs> Get over yourself. <laughs> I don't know what you say that.
8: <laughs> <laughs> I think you say we're rolling. <laughs>
7: when everybody keeps retreating. But you
2: For Full Circle, I'm Vika Aronson. You don't end things with an ending tone. Even that sent from my iPhone. Sent from my iPhone. You have to say it with an end to it. Give, give it, Hold give that it give. Can you sing it, make it sound <clears <clears <laughs>
0: in some ways this gets at a question at the heart of the state of israel jews account for one-fifth of one percent of the world's population
2: that's awesome
7: i'm gonna keep that that's fine
2: So, to hear more of those pieces and the complete pieces, you can check out kpfaapprentice.org. We'd love it if you did. Um, So, thanks for listening. Tonight is Cumba Voces, the group of five producers' last show. And to celebrate, we're bringing some of our favorite elements from our time producing Full Circle and some special facts about each other. Up next, we're going to hear from Josiah Luis. And I think, so, we all know about Josiah that he is a fluent Spanish speaker of course, right? right. But uh, did did you guys know who taught Josiah Luis how to speak Spanish? I, I don't know. That was actually Democratic vice-presidential candidate Tim Kane, yeah, sure, he's yeah. the one.
3: When you guys told people, I can't <laughs> believe it.
2: He <laughs> did Tim Kaine taught him. Yeah. Sorry, cats out of the bag, <clears> Josiah. <throat> but uh, what can I say about this man behind the mic? He's just uh, he's um, produces just amazing content. Thoughtful, um, smart, funny. He makes us laugh so much. Um, I enjoy working with him, collaborating with him, and watching him fly solo with his um, Spanglish Power Hour. So, Josiah, what have you got for us?
3: Gracias, Vika. Um, So I guess if I had to put it all into a tortilla, uh, my radio time here on KPFA would... um, I probably hope that um, I've given the listeners out there a larger view on the uh, complexity and diversity of Latino culture. I actually really hope that I've done that. Um, The show that Vika was talking about, the Spanglish Power Hour was my version of a cultural affairs uh, variety show in Spanglish with recurring segments like Random Thoughts from a Stoned Pocho and The View from the Borders of Trumplandia, where I addressed current national and local issues in Spanglish by adding a cultural and local significance to them that bay Arians, monolingual, bilingual, or otherwise could hopefully understand. Um, like this segment on gentrifooding that appeared in the Random Thoughts from a Stone Pocho commentary in the March 11th broadcast of the Spanglish Power Hour. Take a listen. Now, what I mean when I say gentrifooding is this they're placing in these neighborhoods of local ma and pa soul food joints or familia on taquerias with upscale eateries serving a more whitewashed and mucho más pricier version of the kind of food that has already been in the neighborhood for years. Now any resident of San Pancho knows exactly what que estoy diciendo. $15 is the price for a bowl of red beans and rice in one of the newer eateries in the Fillmore, San Francisco's Harlem of the West, where black folks can't afford to live in anymore and there are no jazz clubs left the eviction of st john coltrane's african orthodox church by san francisco a done deal yet and cuando you roam the cleaner wider brighter mission district nowadays there are almost as many high-end burrito shops or i should say rapido shops as there are pour over coffee stands yeah that's one example that's a that's a segment from the spanglish power hour and over the five episodes that I've done, um, I've also featured the amazing poesia of the border brujo and leader of the Pocha Nostra, Guillermo Gomez Peña. Uh, I had segments of a conversation with Ana Teresa Fernandez, who many of you know is the uh, person who started the Borrando la Frontera project. There's a really, really great interview with Bay Area Chicano cartoonist Jaime Crespo. People from the Bay Area who not only represent Latino culture to me, but also show a side that other people would normally see or consider Latino. That was also very important to me in the Spanglish Power Hour representing that. Um, and for me, it wasn't just representing our hermanos and hermanas from Mexico, but also from sh- really showing the diversity of, of Latino culture here in the Bay Area. Of so we had a. Uh, Pancho Pescador, Ispe muralist from Chile. We had DJ L Cool Kyle, self-described Latino hippie. And from Puerto Rico, we had Vilma Ortiz, the uh, general manager and big cheese of KBBF over there in Santa Rosa. (laughs) They were actually all together on one of my other favorite segments on the Spanglish Power Hour. It was the Spanglish Power Hour quiz show. We're going to play a little bit of that with uh, live vinyl music provided by DJ L Cool Kyle. Let's take a listen to that.
6: Preguntas about Frida Que no son about Frida
3: That's right, that's right, okay Yeah, and there's the música. Gracias el go. pucal, yes, yes. <laughs> Frida Frida is the number one Halloween costume in America For white women under 30 these days oh. But ladies, oh, no, ladies, wait. ladies You're not a Frida without that unibrow oh, Otherwise you're just whistling Selma what? Now, let's see here For the first true or falso Vilma, the yes. second time yeah. that Diego and Frida were married Was in San Francisco
6: is that true or false? Yes. Okay, true or I just want to say. I'm, oh, come on. I have actually been Frida for Halloween. Oh. My birthday's on Halloween.
3: Yes. So I'm going to say it was a yes or no question, right? True or false? True or false? True. See, si. they were married oh, here diga. in San, Fran- San Pancho in 1941.
7: Woo! I knew it. I knew it. Dang, knew dang, it.
3: dang, dang, Okay, here we go. Pancho. Dígame. True or false? In the 80s, Madonna was cast to play Frida Kahlo in a bio-movie that was also supposed to star Antonio Banderas.
9: qué preguntas. Uh, A ver, um, ¿verdadero, falso...? Yo creo que es falso. Falso. Sí. Oh boy, oh boy. Is that con, falso. Con
1: Frida? Yes. <laughs> Nada que ver.
3: Although Antonio Banderas did appear in the Selma Hayek Frida movie. Yeah, he played the muralista Sigueros. Oh. Yet again another Spaniard playing the role of one of us mexicanos. <gasps> they did it with Cantinflas. <laughs> okay. Okay. Vilma, which of Frida Kahlo's lovers actually appeared in the Selma Hayek Frida movie? Oh.
6: It's
5: not a multiple choice? No. Oh, I'm waiting for the multiple choice. No, no, no. Which one actually appeared? Yeah. Um, I have no idea. I love the film, have no idea.
3: Chavela Vargas. Oh, the great Chavela Vargas. Yes, she sang, oh, I think she was La Muerte in that oh, one scene, yeah? Yeah, yeah. see, oops. Um, okay. My apologies to all the Chicanas out there for not catching that one. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and that was uh, one of my favorite clips from my Spanglish Power Hour shows that I've been lucky enough to uh, have here on KPFA. So that's basically it for me in the the taco shell. Yo soy your Pocho for Vida, Josiah Luis. And uh, if you are all just tuning in, we are uh, Cumbia Voces saying our farewell show on our full circle, 94.1, here on KPFA, Radio Estacion de la Comunidad. Um, And up next, uh, you're going to be hearing something from my other Cumbia Voz brother, J.C. Howard, but first a, uh, a fun fact that many of you may not know about JC out of all of us here he is most likely to remember your mother's birthday. That's <laughs> true. It's true. That's true, it's true. And wait, another quick one.
0: Sep- He's September 10th. Happy birthday, you know.
3: There it is. And he's also most likely never to change his answering machine message just to annoy <laughs> me.
1: So or answer his phone when <laughs> you that's,
3: call. Him. That's too. But in addition least to that, likely for those. That's true. J.C. for us is is the man in our group, the person in our group who we go to when when we got a problem. He's been <clears> a help in so many ways, and and uh, it's gonna be really hard. Going on radio Landia without him, but without further ado, the one and only Mr. J.C. Howard.
1: But but first, Ooh, he teaches more. he teaches computer tips by saying, "Oh, well, let me have that." Yeah, <laughs> th- he's got to put his hand on I, the box. I, I, Yeah, i to take your hand off. <laughs> I've tried, I've tried to stop doing that. But, tactile,
0: yeah, yeah tactile. exactly. I'm a tactile teacher. You hear the t- tactile learners? I'm a tactile teacher. Oh, he's the um, man. <laughs> yeah. So the, the the piece that I uh, wanted to share, I, I feel kind of bad. Everybody else here brought like this kind of montage, uh, quite literally in in Ron's case, but this kind of montage or a collage or these these different clips from the things that they've done. Um, I've got one thing that, that I'm going to offer, but I think it's one of the one of the, my favorite things that I got a chance to produce here on Full Circle. Um, it's a piece with that I produced for Black History Month, and a little bit of behind the scenes for this piece is it's the the person who I was going to interview, and, and you'll hear that in the clip, uh, but the person who I was set to interview, I was just going to their office to conduct a pre-interview, just to kind of ask a few questions, things like that, and then this gentleman was like just such a prolific speaker that I, just ha- I, had, I was like, I have to record this right here, right now. Um, so here it is. It's a clip uh, about a, a gentleman named Reverend Fears, who lives in Oakland, um, and he was awarded the Congressional Gold Medal, and you'll hear about it right here. Growing up and going to school in Oakland afforded me the opportunity to become acquainted with untold stories of black history in the community. At Patton Academy and Patton University, the Reverend Dr. Wortham Fears was and is a staple. And you were, you were actually my school bus driver. Oh, yes, I takes you.
9: I, <laughs> I forgot a note about that. <laughs> but. Uh...
0: Reverend Fears was awarded the Congressional Gold Medal, and I visited his office to hear the story.
9: You register when you're 18. As soon as I turned 18, I was in Atlanta. I received a letter from the president, and there's a war going on in World War II. And you report to Fort Benning, Georgia. And at that time, everything went 24-7. At 4 a.m. in the morning, I heard my name called, Wortham Fields, come forward. So I walked up. He says, Wortham, I know you think you're going to the Navy, but you're in the Marine Corps.
0: Reverend Fears was one of the first black Marines, which is central to his story.
9: The troops of the United States and our allies
0: were crossing the channel in another and greater operation. In 1941, President Franklin Roosevelt issued Executive Order 8802, giving African Americans, quote, an opportunity to so be recruited to the Marine Corps. But things hour, were still
9: unbalanced. We were not even allowed to go to the other part of the base, which is Camp Lejeune. Unless we were accompanied by a white Marine. The first thing they told me, we didn't send for you, but since you came, we're going to try and make a Marine out of you. You understand? Yes, sir. And if you die while we are trying to make a Marine out of you, that means that you were no blanket of blank good when you got here. Don't blame us for it. You understand? Yes, sir. Okay, move out. War was over. So I was discharged August, I went home, stayed six months, got on the train, headed to California. Stayed only three
0: years. Assimilating from life in the Marines and coming back to civilian life in California, what was that transition like, especially for you as a black
9: man? Because of Dr. Patton's attitude towards all races, I was exposed to her outlook on life and on people. She didn't draw any lines between the races and uh, she made it possible for young men of all races, young women of all races, you know, to enter the school Mm -hmm. because she had had negative experiences herself preaching in the south. The blacks were not allowed to attend her services. They would stand outside the tents Mm -hmm. and she went to the city fathers and she was, I think, in Alabama and says, could I hold a service for the african-american people they say you damn yankee you know you can now so anyway they they gave her a bad time they burned her tent they but that didn't stop her she got another tent she kept preaching right and she herself oftentimes would say "Wortham is so wonderful that you being the grandson of a georgia slave and me speaking of herself being the granddaughter of a slave owner in Tennessee, how that God has brought you here and we work together.
0: I'm looking around your office and I'm seeing a a certificate, Honorable Barbara Lee, Certificate of Special Congressional Recognition. I'm seeing a City Council Resolution, Montfort Point Marines. Explain to me about the Medal of Honor. What does it mean?
9: Why did you get it? I found out about this honor by accident. I was visiting a parishioner at Summit Hospital in Oakland. I saw USA Today headlines, Montfort Point Marines to receive Congressional Medal of Honor. I says, wait a minute, that's me. They're talking about me. (laughs) You probably know that the Congressional Medal of Honor is the highest honor given to a civilian of Congress. President George Washington was the first one to have received it. For those receiving the United States Congressional Medal of Honor, it has to be approved by both houses of Congress and signed by the president.
0: He showed me the medal itself, kept on red velvet in an oak box, as well as a picture on his wall of the five to 600 who were able to attend.
9: Somewhere under that tree, <laughs> if you had a magnifying glass, I'm there. that is in front of the Marine Corps headquarters what was the difference between
0: the way you feel that you were treated when you went back to get this medal versus
9: the way you were treated initially in the Marine Corps going through boot camp in my life in the Marine Corps we were less than um, I want to use the word less than human we were looked down upon when we went to Washington we were looked up to this is uh, something that I never dreamed of. You know, as a kid in the Marine Corps, I, I didn't even know what yeah. Medal of Honor. I, I'd never heard of it, you know. Yeah. And on the back of this medal, you can read it, for outstanding performance and courage that inspired social change in the United States Marine Corps.
0: But one of the most fun honors is one that you can see every day in his commute.
9: The state of California gave me a special license plate. Congressional Medal of Honor number 59. I am the 59th person in the state to receive this license plate. So when you see this 2002 Ford escape, make sure you salute it.
0: (laughs) For Full Circle, I'm JC, and that's his story. You just heard a piece I produced for Black History Month uh, about Oakland resident Reverend Wortham Fears. Right now, we'll take a quick music break and hear a bit of the Lovelight Blues Band.
7: Lady at the casino Lost all her money She said, don't feel sorry Don't feel sorry, honey. You want to do a lady a favor? Here's what I want you to do. Loan me two dollars to the next time I see you. These last two dollars. I'm not gonna lose I'm not gonna lose Last to darling I'm not gonna lose I'm not gonna lose That one for my bus pack Another one for the new box Give me some blues These last two dollars, I'm, I'm not gonna lose, last two dollars, I'm, I'm not gonna lose, I've learned my lesson, and now baby, got to give me some blues. Last two dollars, $2. I'm, I'm not gonna lose. Last two dollars, I'm, I'm not gonna lose. I've learned my lesson, and now baby, got to give me some blues.
0: <laughs>
1: Yeah. JC, I bet you that's a true story. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it is.
0: It's actually about me, my last $2. I'm not going to lose them. You just heard the song Last $2 by the Love Light Blues Band. It was performed live here in our performance studio right here at KPFA, and it was actually the first show I had the chance to host uh, back in December 2014.
4: All right. So, you know, all good things that come to and end usually do so with an award
1: ceremony and some of you may remember the superlatives you usually at the end of a yearbook class clown most likely to succeed things of that nature
3: well for tonight we've developed some of our own as a going
0: away gift for each other
2: and as we reveal them we'll also say a few words about our experience here and what we may be planning next
0: uh, we're going to go ahead and go in alphabetical order of last names. Uh, Vika, go ahead and take it away.
2: All right. So first up is Alderete. That That's is Josiah right. Luis. So from the KPFA First Voice Media Apprenticeship Program, we'd bestow upon Josiah Luis the award of...
0: Most likely to be naked in a cage with a chicken. Oh, my God. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I... <I'm- laughs>
0: I am oh in awe. Goodness. I am humbled. That yeah. is no joke. That is no joke. And and the reason is I w- I want you to tell them tell them the reason that we bestowed that upon you. Um you're going to be doing in just a few weeks. You're going to be taking on a very uh very specific fellowship. I am I am I'm I'm actually going to be part of the
3: Potro Nostra workshop that is uh run by uh the Cross-cultural performance are this Guillermo Gomez Pena, yeah, and I think there will be some some nakedness and <laughs> chickens in, in, a, in a cage somewhere along the line, but yeah, he's one of my uh, cultural heroes, so I'm actually really excited about about doing that, yeah. And um, actually, since we're talking about some of the stuff that we're doing, um, also when my tenure here ends, it never really ends. You never really not part of the KPFA. You but never leave. In September, I'm actually going to be starting at KLW um, at the Auto- Audio Academy there. It's a nine-month program, radio journalism program, and I am also going to be developing the Spanglish Power Hour for KBBF up in Santa Rosa. Stay tuned for that. That's going to be run as a special, uh, hopefully, if Vilma's still interested. And last but not least, I am going to be running for station board here at KPFA yes. yeah, to keep the Latino <laughs> presence alive and well here. On the airwaves, so uh,
9: like, keep in tune for that. Gracias, gracias. Wow. That's All awesome. right, so
3: that's that's me for the next couple
1: months, people. That's cool. Um, um, I want to oh. say real quick to you, uh, sorry, uh, Zakia, but I want to say this real quick to to uh, to Josiah because I heard him say something that I hear a lot of KALX people say, and that's K-L-X You got to bring that A out. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of their jocks don't bring they say they don't say K-A-L-X well, so what,
3: just, I, what I was actually saying was K-A-L-W Kalex is the Berkeley station wrong I'm going to K-A-L-W still, still I didn't like, hear the right. Right. Oh, okay you, oh, you got get that got get I'll work that on it I promise I will <laughs> um,
0: up next uh, I, I have the pleasure of bestowing the, the superlative upon Vika so Vika Aronson the next in our list of alphabetical order from the First Voice apprenticeship program we bestow upon you most likely to be featured on This American Life. Uh, you guys got a chance to hear that that tremendous uh, sound that Vika produced just earlier. And I just think, I, I've, I've got to be honest, Crater Lake is one of my favorite pieces. I don't have time to go into, like, to, like, gush about this piece, but I just love Crater Lake so much. So, Vika Aronson, most likely to be featured
2: Thank on you. This American Life. What, what a compliment. Thanks so much. Um, As far as what I'm up to next after the apprenticeship program, um, I'm going to be freelancing, just getting my nose to the grindstone and um, working away on radio stuff, radio drama features, radio documentaries, that kind of stuff, and trying to get on the air and get paid for it. So um, stay tuned to what VK Aronson is up to next. And next in line... Is Miss Zakia G E K part? So, from the KPFA apprenticeship, KPFA First Voice Media apprenticeship program, we bestow upon you, Zakia G E K part, the superlative of most gracious, gracious host. radio host. That's right. Thank yes. you. <laughs> Thanks for that. You are just um, just such a generous and sweet host to our guests when they come on. So, we wanted to bestow that upon you.
4: Well, thank you so much for that. I appreciate it so much. Well, I think that um, I said earlier that I will be um, producing for KPFB um, for you know later on a- after I we graduate, and I look forward to that. I'll be working with Vic, um with Vilma, and um, so I look forward to that. Of course, I'll be. Having my antennas out for what comes up in radio, um, hopefully something that I will be able to um, to be paid for that would be really nice so I'm looking forward to that I'm also looking at some other things that uh, i don't have privy to talk about at the moment, but uh, I am very excited
2: and um, and I am very very happy thank yeah. you so much we gotta move on to the next one we we've only got, got a few seconds we've left we've got an award for Mr. J.C. Howard we bestow upon you the superlative of Master of Smooth yes. that's right Smooth.
0: I master. appreciate that I, master. Was, I'm gonna be so smooth I'm gonna move right on to Ron <laughs> tell him about Mr. Ron's superlative
2: M- Mr. Ron Thompson we bestow upon you the award of best radio voice that's yes.
1: pretty obvious
2: yes. <laughs> 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 let's hear that radio voice Ron <laughs> well,
1: Well, thank you. It caught me by surprise. And I want to say that, uh, you know, I love you all so much. I've learned so, so much about myself from all of you. I've grown so much from uh, from my little sister over there little Erickson kind of uh, feeling and uh, the uh, Grand Dame Miss uh, Capehart we used to really solve all the problems of black people in the world on those ride homes and uh, Mr. Mr. Howard well anyway I'm going to be doing all of you I love and I'm going to go back into television with montage
0: that's awesome um, I, I, I'm going to Sorry, guys. I'm gonna step all over you. Credit to everybody. Thanks to Miss M, Joy, Frank. Thank you all for everything, Dennis. Um, for all of Cumbevoses. This is our last full circle, and I'm JC. That just happened. Adios.
2: Stay tuned. La onda baguete is next. Later,
0: after all these years.